92.6 FM, Radio Verulam. Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Johnny Seabrook. I'm a presenter here at Radio Verulam, and this is a podcast made and produced by Radio Verulam. On Monday the 12th of August 2019, it was National Allotment Week, and I was sitting in for Kerry Cobb on Good Morning St Albans, the Radio Verulam breakfast show, and we decided to celebrate the fact that it was National Allotment Week. So we got together with some of our friends from the Cotton Mill Nunnery Allotment Association, And we found out a few wonderful allotment facts and we put all our clips together and listened to a podcast. It's National Allotment Week 2019 in association with Radio Verulam. This is Radio Verulam. Now, this week, it is National Allotment Week. Yeah, so National Allotment Week, and we, you know, we weren't sort of um, very sort of enamoured by this initially, and um, then we looked into it. We thought St Albans has got like hundreds and hundreds of little allotments um, set out all throughout the area. So there's big allotments over at Highfield Park, um, up in the north of St Albans, round um, near the tennis club, up there yes. near um, Townsend School. We've got allotments everywhere, and then over at Cotton Mill Lane, we've got the nunnery. Yes. And we've also got the cotton mill allotments as well. So there's loads and loads of allotments. It seems to be a thriving community. It is. Yeah, very much so. So what we thought we'd do is we thought we'd find out a little bit more about allotments. Have you ever thought about getting an allotment? No. <laughs> haven't at all. But my friend has, and she's put a um, a shed there, and she's growing flowers, and it it's a place for her to escape. I... I and just sit there in a deck chair in well, her see, I think originally, wasn't there this whole idea of um, if people lived in flats, you could have your own garden, so the allotment was your garden, so you yes. could go and do that. But there's lots of people now that have got gardens at home and are now are um, having allotments as well and producing allotments. And um, Phil Thompson, our good friend who's over the road from us here on the Hatfield Road, his uh, father-in-law, John, has an allotment and every week or so supplies produce that they oh. use in the restaurant as well. So it is incredible. So I think we need this week to find out a little bit more about allotments, quiz ourselves about allotments. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, St Albans, let's all learn together about allotments and perhaps Lady Jen you and me we need to get ourselves down to an allotment this week and get it get hands on get our yes. hands dirty and, and we're going to do some double digging I d- what on earth is double digging <laughs> it's like so, trenches like trenches <laughs> so do you have to dig it twice then yes. I suppose oh man dig it right down the spade length and then down again the spade length. Oh my word, this, this, this is where your travel booth is, isn't it? Stuck <laughs> away. Listen, so National Allotment Week here on Good Morning St Albans. 92.6 FM, Radio yeah. Verulam. National Good Allotment Week. Good Morning St Albans. A little bit later on, myself and Jen are heading down to an allotment to um, do a little bit of recording for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday's show. We're meeting our friend Keith. Yes, you're, you're, right, you're right up for some double digging, see these aren't you? <laughs> well, there we are. So, listen, um, a few little facts as we celebrate the fact that it is um, National Allotment Week. Did you know that there are over three hundred and thirty thousand allotments in the UK? Yeah, I know. Listen, listen. Sound, sound impressed. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> sound impressed and also that the trend for growing your own resulted in a surge demand and um, apparently there are 90,000 people 
on the waiting list for allotments. Let's have a, let's have a let's have an ooh for that one. And as well as all of that, um, the traditional date for rent for allotments is St Michaelmas Day, which is always the 29th. Doesn't say what of though. 29th of September. September Michaelmas time. Very very good. Well done, Dan. Thank God you're here. Now, did you know this? That allotments are measured in rods or poles. No. No. Apparently, this is an old-fashioned measurement derived from Anglo-Saxon farming. Um, they're both the same, and one rod or pole equals around about 25 square metres. So um, we can ask Keith to, uh, later on today um, how long is, how many poles is his allotment, and see if he's got a clue what we're talking about. Oh, actually, look, my next fact, allotments measure 10 rods but can be divided into smaller plots. So we've got to start talking in rods and poles. Now, here in St Albans, we've got many, many allotments. Um, I had a look near me yesterday, wandered around the corner. Highfield Park has got a total of 82 allotments, and there are loads of different sites. I think the biggest allotments here in St Albans are over in, I can never say it, Sand Ridge. Sandridge. 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 So they're the biggest ones over there. I think they've got nearly like 200 plots over there as well. So loads of poles and rods going on. And of course, every year in August, National Allotment Week takes place. Hence this week here. So we're celebrating it all right here on Radio Verulam. Be part of it. Tune in tomorrow and you can hear myself and Lady Jen and all our adventures from down at the Cotton Mill. Cotton Mill, 170 plots. 170 plots down there. Look at that, Lady Jen. She's done her research. Radio Verulam. So myself and Lady Jen have popped down to Cotton Mill allotment. Yes. And it's It's intriguing, isn't it? Absolutely beautiful. Yes. And we've been joined by Keith and by Paul as well. Now, Keith, or where should we start? Either either one of you. Just take us through, really, sort of the history, the background. What's... What's the community like here of this um, of this allotment? It's really mixed. Yeah. Um, all ages, uh, all nationalities, all sorts of people, all sorts of backgrounds. It's a real melting pot, isn't it, Keith? You get yeah. all yeah. sorts of people here, and they interact pretty well. Um, yeah, and you meet people that you would never otherwise meet, and you share ideas, you share sort of best practice. We just all sort of rub along and do our own thing. Now, this week is National Allotment Week. Now, tell us a little bit. I mean, it, it must be a good thing. You've, you've dedicated yourself to this, and um, lots of love and sweat and tears have gone into that, I can imagine. What's, what's some of the benefits of having an allotment, really? Escapism. Escapism. <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, yeah, you can come down here, and if you've had a stressful week, and you're going to get your fresh air, you're going to get your exercise. Some people will pay 20 quid to go to the gym a couple of nights a week. I come down here, and I do all the exercise, dig in, and all the work I want, get the fresh air, and take a bag of produce home at the end of it. Yeah. Exactly, without having to go to a supermarket and get a plastic bag no or plastics anything. Down no here. plastic bags. <laughs> yeah, you know you're eating your own stuff. It's organic. It's mental, physical exercise, and it's just relaxation as well as you know being good for the body and good for the mind. It's great. So talk us through this. This organic thing is quite interesting. And we were just walking along, weren't we, Lady Jen? And mm. we saw um, all the bees around the lavender, yes. and we've seen lots of different ladybirds and different things. And Paul, you were telling us about the butterflies. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, well? I mean, I've got an allotment, um, a full allotment, so it's it's quite big. Lots of uh, flowers, have some native flowers or vegetables, all that. And 2017, I did uh, a recording of everything I saw in the allotment, particularly the pollinators, the the bumblebees and the butterflies. And I was standard at the end when I counted it up I got about 25% recorded of all the UK's butterflies and there are about 59 species that are native or with two or three migrants and I couldn't believe it 
And if I'm down there in the summer, I regularly see sort of somewhere between five and six different species. Yeah. And that's without counting all the different hoverflies and all the other forms of wildlife. It's an impressive list. And it's partly because, you know, it's a fairly natural environment, even though it's intensively organically farmed, if you like. There's that balance of the way the countryside used to be when you know the countryside was organically farmed it wasn't intensive i don't use chemicals if i lose stuff to insects than i do slugs aren't so great but there you go but yeah i mean it's a it's a real biodiversity hotspot and especially within st albans as i say beautiful in the shadow of the cathedral here we're standing and it is absolutely glorious are there kind of certain rules about um, what you can use what you can't use when it comes to composts or fertilizers and different things like that i think there is something in the rules about you know be 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 mindful of other people's how they want to i mean i'm organic and i wouldn't like to think that the person that comes and takes over that mess next door to me with all the weeds is going to come in with some uh, weed killer chemical weed killer because i'm going to get that leaching onto my onto my soil and therefore into our food and i think the majority of people down here are organic so i think everybody has that respect Uh, for i think it's part of the reason why people have allotments they want to be organic they want to eat organically grown food they don't care if it's misshapen they don't want to see me pull that carrot out of the soil (laughs) which i'm eating and it's coated in a bit of soil but you know it's, oh, uh, I, I know what I know where the soils come from. Yes. <laughs> I've had this soil for, for a good number of years. I saw that. It was <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> it's a small sweet carrot. Same with the beans. Maybe we should all be eating beans. Oh yes. Yeah. Who wants a, oh, who wants like a French climber? Beans. French climber. It's like a French yeah. climber, oh, is it? Munch on that while you're. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, mm. I tell you what, the flavour is coming through straight oh. away, isn't it? With that. The flavour from your allotment produce is like nothing else. I mean, yeah. you can pull something here, take it and put it in the pot. Mm. Ten minutes boiling and, uh, yeah, it's nothing like supermarket produce. It's mm. another level. And tomorrow we'll perhaps talk about the soil and, and or later on in the week talk about the soil. And he says talking with her mouth full of bean. <laughs> and some of the um, different produces that you actually have. But the soil does look, you know, an interesting, interesting type of soil. It's got quite dry and it takes a lot of water in. Do you have water facilities around here how do, how do you deal with the water i've got facility? water back there well it's 15 yards from the plot so mm. um it again that brings me back to the exercise bit of it i don't look at it as a chore having to water as we do during these droughty times i'd see it as an exercise and everyone's quite close to a water butt aren't they yeah, so no one has to walk far yeah. to fill up their um watering can to to go and water their plants and they're self-filling so you know it's always there which is really really good excellent gentlemen thanks ever so much we're going to um, go back to the studio and we'll catch up with you tomorrow and then again on friday to find out a little bit more about the uh, cotton mill allotment down here in st albans this is radio verulam so here we are then back down at the cotton mill um allotments down here in st albans and we're still with paul and with keith lady jen's here as well and we've had a lovely time wandering around but when we met keith last week and we were talking about what we're going to do this week um you mentioned about the river fur and some developments and possibly the allotment maybe disappearing is is, is that the case or have i got the wrong end of the stick how what, what's, that's, what's that's part being of a little the, bit over dramatic <laughs> that's part of the scheme but just to rewind a little bit we're, we're very fortunate we're circumnavigated by the river ver here mm. and very beautiful it is and it brings all the extra wildlife that we benefit from as well and the sad old river has been run down somewhat it's been massively over extracted uh, the water companies are sucking so much water up the valley up the ver valley 
that the river is really suffering, it's really deteriorating. Off of the river are the lakes, of course, and we all know what a mess, all you locals know what a mess the lakes are in. Yeah. So finally, the um, Environmental Agency, the St Albans Council, and um, a few other agencies have got involved, and finally they have a scheme to sort it all out. And the scheme involves uh, six reaches of the river, uh, starting at the top end by St Michael's village coming into the lake our part of the river is reach four now we are like I say we all love our nature down here we love our river so great fantastic it's way past time the council finally got stuck in and um, are going to do something about the state our lakes are in and that's going to cost an awful lot of money which mm. but again I'm not quite sure where that's coming from well, but yeah. that's another issue it's politics full stop isn't it really I'll just turn around and look at that squirrel he's just oh. away with somebody's hazelnuts oh, yes. <laughs> Mouth full of hazelnuts from the little Sneaking up cob there, tree nice next door to us. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. so many different colours of squirrel at the moment. And in Hitchin, I know there's black squirrels, but that's that's almost a foxy red, that mm, one, isn't a it? Fox. We've yes. Got foxy red. <laughs> foxy red squirrels. Yeah, that's enough about yourself. Uh, you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, back to the river, Ver. Amazing <laughs> switch back into the nature of our allotments there, isn't it? But you know what? That shows really the diversity of lots of different things that are going on um, down here with yeah. nature. You've got yeah. the community. Yeah. So, what, what's the plan so on then the river, with, yeah, with, with this phase? Most of the reaches that I just mentioned, apart from the lake, which means a major development mm. and it's going to be getting that as a priority yeah. and the rest of the reaches aren't quite the same priority however um, on our reach what they're planning to do is to reroute the river right um, okay because there's one school of thought and a load of computer predictions that suggest when they do finally and this is a years off when they do finally reduce the water they're sucking out of the uh, chalk aquifer um, they believe that the water level will rise again right, okay. and potentially making this site unworkable now there's lots of counter arguments which we haven't got time to go into that at the moment but anybody wants to call, contact me on yeah. to discuss yes. it at length <laughs> and and really for all the other reaches they're talking about in channel improvements now if you look at our channel here around reach four it's been neglected for so many years yes. really all it needs a snip of the cost of what they're planning yeah. for for reach four is some maintenance to the river to uh, allow it to flow channel yeah, yeah to I allow mean, it to uh, the trees have been allowed to completely i mean you wouldn't know the river's there to be no. honest essentially there's a school of thought that actually says that this reach here is in such a bad state of repair that it's actually going to be better for the river there to reroute it through the allotments but actually if you if you spend this time is radio verulam exists today it, it's got all the characteristics of a potentially really good chalk stream mm, it's quite yes. shallow it's got a gravel bed has kingfishers going up and down it really needs a little bit of maintenance it needs yeah, some cutting back of the trees it needs some water <laughs> obviously it needs a bit of dredging but basically it, it's a good chalk stream it just needs some you know TLC yeah some yeah. TLC rerouting it through here is a you know there's another school of opinion that says actually rerouting through here would be a a, quite a big risk because you've got to recreate a chalk stream where mm. we've already got one and it's unpredictable. So what, what are the um, what, what is the community, the association down here um, doing about that? So is there a sort of a pressure group? Are you putting putting pressure on the local authority? What's 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 happening with that? Some of us are writing to the Environment Agency to actually, I suppose, challenge their views that the river here 
is beyond repair and that it would be better to put it through the allotments. So it takes... Yeah, so to answer your earlier question, yeah, we are a pressure group. Mm. And yeah. to be fair to the Environmental Agency and the Council, they have listened. Yeah. yeah. And they've made some changes to the plans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no plans within yeah. this for other allotments to be created. Well, there is, because we're a, we're a, a site... Yeah, they, they, they have to relocate us, they have to find other allotments right. and the proposal is that there's a play area down the road, about a mile down the road, so somebody, some other part of the community is going to lose their little exactly. bit of open space Exactly, so the knock-on effect of that. Yeah. Yeah. But to create the allotments uh, to the standard we've got down here, you, you, ca- you cannot do that. It's very, well, very established, yeah. really established yeah. Yeah. down here, isn't yeah. it? And really of course there's a big question mark over whether the biodiversity, which is so rich at the moment, Yes. would survive such a huge development that's being proposed across Cotton Mill. Um, you know, once once it's gone, it takes a long time to re-establish after, you know, these have been allotments since the 1920s, that's Keith. That's I wanted mm. to ask. Yeah. Long time. Long, yes, long so time. the soil's been fed. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and local time. populations of, of uh, insects, birds, pollinators in general have, have built up here over generations. Yes. And we're in an urban context as well, so, you know, if they don't come back, it's a big loss, and it's a gamble, many right. of us feel. Right, so if anyone out there is listening and would like to get involved, like to support you, like to take up the, the cause alongside you, is there any way they could get in contact with you, Keith, in any way at all? We, we've got an active Facebook, we've also got the website, probably the Cotton Mill and Nunnery Allotment Association website, be, and there's an information contact on there. If you've got any further questions or just want to make contact... Uh, we're here marvellous guys thank you ever so much and we're going to come back tomorrow and we're going to talk about what is growing here as well so we're looking forward to that (laughs) this is Radio Verulam so here we are then day three we're down at the Cotton Mill Nunnery Allotment Association and with Paul and with Keith down here now we're standing under a little area and are these these are grapes are they yeah, yeah. we've got gra- grapes actually growing what actually is this area we're under at this the moment? is michelle's plot actually michelle's plot. <laughs> thank you michelle if you're listening and uh, michelle is very active in supporting the food bank and she's our rep down here on our committee and she's very um supportive as i say of the food banks and this is the collection area right. and she'll be down here every tuesday lunchtime um taking the excess produce that people have donated to the food banks and she goes away with a couple of very large trayfuls and it's not all just overgrown courgettes which yes, is now yeah there's quite a few of those around <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's very, this, this is why we're in this shady little spot because it's um, we're spot. blessed with the sunshine again today uh, i don't know i don't know but <laughs> I mean, what are some of the other things, though, Paul, that people grow here? I mean, could we go, could we go on for ages? We there? could. We it's 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 limitless because you've got people of different nationalities here. Yeah. Um, so you get uh, produce that they've been brought up eating at home or where they go home to um, visit relatives. So you've got people that grow a whole host of Mediterranean um, types of crop yeah. providing it's well irrigated you've yeah. got the traditional sort of organic English crops British crops that people grow it's almost limitless I mean you've got pretty well everything here that could be grown on allotment by different 
people from different backgrounds and nationalities grow the food they want to eat. And do you know what? Just from where I'm standing, so I can see grapes hanging over my head. Yeah. I can see um, a marrow down there. I can see some wonderful um, pumpkins, yeah. I, I believe, there. And um, as I look around, I see some sweet corn, some corn on the cob. With some um, fennel. Yeah, fennel. Fennel. I feel like it's walking Artichokes. to a place like this for the first time and yeah. pointing and saying, look, fennel, radishes. It is. <laughs> it's it's, it's incredible. Flowers. Absolutely incredible, some of the things that we're actually seeing. What, what are your special potatoes ah. i have to say i know it sounds boring but i took on allotment 20 years ago and it was nostalgia probably because i thought you know i missed the taste of my grandmother and my grandfather's potatoes yes. from a boy and i thought actually the supermarket potatoes taste of nothing they're very watery yeah. so i got the op- the allotment started growing my own spuds and actually i believe they do taste better they taste great Brilliant. so yeah i mean potatoes runner beans uh sweet corn french beans all sorts of things, really. Yeah. I well, mean, my wife Helen yeah. helps a lot, so yeah. mm. she she plants. So it's not grows. somewhere that you come to escape from. <laughs> <laughs> we work on it together. Sometimes yeah. I do, sometimes I don't. Oh, but she's excellent. she's she's the real, the one that really grows the more exotic stuff. I yeah. stick to be spuds, and my oh. runners, and I'm happy. Lovely. What about you, Keith? What are your oh, sort of specialities? Blimey, uh, beetroot. Beetroot. Yes. Yeah. From yeah, from the from the know. ground to my pot at home, I, I can be eating fresh beetroot with, within twenty minutes and uh, wow. have, have that when it's still warm with a bit of cheese. Yeah, you can't be that. Come on, oh. incredible. <laughs> but you said you can't necessarily grow it, Paul. No, Even you're on the same. No, it's amazing. The same allotments, but on different plots. You it's can't a, grow it. On it's yours. a it's a big site, and there's a lot of soil variation. It comes really quite silty, fine sandy soils to run heavy clay so you get so much variation i mean we can't on our allotment we can't grow um i can grow potatoes that's fine but we can't do um beetroot we can't do parsnips we can't do carrots we're thinking of putting those into raised beds or into pots they just don't grow whereas other things grow really well whereas the person just a couple of allotments down have lovely um root crops so you know it's just the luck of the draw and it varies from year to year as well um so yeah there's no guarantee that your a plot is going to be able to grow the same stuff as somebody next door at all. It just yeah. depends. But it is incredible, sort of the eclectic element yeah. of everything yeah. that's grown here. If people want to get a plot, is it possible to get a plot here? How does, yes, how does definitely. Um, they just contact St Albans District uh, Council, uh, the allotment section, a guy called Phil Bruce Green. Um, he is the man in charge. He will basically put people in touch with uh, plot representatives here and they then get shown around there's usually some plots available and then they take them on Keith just splashed me with a grape. Has he? <laughs> I've just seen it already. I gave you the squeeze to I just, I just that there's, there's always a bit of a waiting list, but there's always yeah. some available plots. So, yeah, contact uh, Phil at the council and get yourself on the list. You get to the top of the list and you get an allotment. Yeah. And you and, get stuck in. And the lovely thing is, we talked about the growing. We mentioned this a little bit on Wednesday as well. The community. Lots of things happen here as part of the, sort of the family, the allotment family, don't they? Yeah, definitely. We have a summer show in the autumn. We have a pumpkin social in the uh, late autumn early winter uh, a couple of weeks back marjorie we celebrated her 100th birthday and there's a little memorial bench and a plum tree actually named marjorie the species is actually called marjorie so yeah there's there's a community she, down here she was working on that. a plot until the age of 99 she almost Amazing. reached 100 on a plot but decided to give it up before she reached 100 um, but yeah 
It's lovely. As I say, thank you ever so much. Isn't it been wonderful, Jen? Mm, yes, it has been gorgeous. Yeah, it's really, really lovely to spend this time with you. And so if people want to get in touch with you, they can see this through, find it through Facebook. What's the address on Facebook, Keith? Put you on the spot. Yeah, you have. All oh, right. <laughs> Don't ask me, I'm what, not on Facebook. We'll look it up and we'll mention <laughs> yeah. it back in the studio. Cottle Mill and yes. Nunnery Allotments. Yeah. That'll bring you both the website and the Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. Excellent we didn't stuff. get to talk compost. Oh, You've got the finest off, compost. Do you know what? We have to. We have <laughs> to get. We have to get you back on again on Radio Verily, and we, we could do some gardening spots and yes. things. I think that's that's the way forward. But guys, thank you ever so much. Really appreciate that. You're welcome. Ninety-two point six FM Radio Verulam. A big thank you there to both Keith and to Paul for showing us around the Cotton Mill and Nunnery Allotment Association. So, if you want to find out a little bit more, you can go onto Facebook and just type. Typing Cotton Mill and Nunnery Allotment Association and then like their page. Alternatively, you can go onto the internet and go www.stalbansallotments.co.uk. Stalbansallotments.co.uk and find out more about our thriving allotment community right here in St Albans. And if you're at a loose end on a Saturday morning, don't forget to join me for your breakfast show right here on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Good morning, St Albans. It's Saturday, 7am, and then we're back again on Sunday morning between 9 and 12 for the lay-in Sunday morning breakfast show. This is Radio Verulam.